Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So I hope everyone's having a gentle week and that, you know, the shelter in place, wherever you're at, is an opportunity for you to be able to both rest, take care of yourselves, take care of your communities, and you know, to explore a few things. And I hope that these videos are helpful, especially for those who really are working on navigating that, you know, interesting land known as empathy. And Luna is here, my co-host. And this week's topic is going to be on empathy and, um, and self-esteem and face full of hair. And the idea of how you feel about yourself is a tremendously important part of the empathic experience because the thing is, is that if somebody's judging an empath, that means there are two people judging them. One, the other person, and two, the empath themselves. Because remember, empathy, when we resonate with someone or what someone is feeling, it is something we feel as if it is our own feeling, as if it originated with us. So what that means is that if somebody has a negative impression of you for whatever reason, then it becomes what you believe. It becomes your belief system. And it is challenging to be able to separate from that. And that's a part of what I want to be able to help people understand is that you can separate that. If you walk into a room and someone walks up to you and just really is, they're happy to see you and, you know, they want to hear what's going on in your life and they find you very interesting and, you know, whatever you tell them, they're like really, really impressed with. Well, that is something that, you know, builds us up. And it's not just because we're being told that. It's because the person genuinely feels that. So that is what we resonate with. Now, if somebody comes up and, you know, either starts judging something about how you look or, you know, something about you or viewing you in a negative light, if that's what they believe, if that's what they feel, that is what you will resonate with. And suddenly you will be questioning yourself. So self-esteem isn't so much in an empath about what is said or, or even the reality of the situation. It's the feeling that goes with it. And so when you're dealing with someone who is, you know, judgmental, Yes, it is a situation where you start to doubt yourself. And this is very important for an empath to remember and to consider who they're going to be around. Who do you have close to you? Think of the people who are, you know, the ones who you interact with the most. Do they tend to be supportive or do they tend to, you know, feel that they need to give you a good dose of reality? And you know, the second group. Now, it's not that one group is good and one group is bad. I mean, you know, support is wonderful as long as it's authentic, as long as it's factual. You know, you don't want somebody telling you things that are nice, 
but they don't feel it because you're not going to respond to their words. You're going to respond to what's inside. You're going to respond to the feeling. You're going to respond to their truth. And for an empath, it's very difficult not to make the truth you hear become the truth inside of you. So the idea that you have the capacity to match that feeling means that you also need to be careful about the people you're around. Now, just because someone is judgmental or critical, it doesn't make them a bad person. Maybe they dealt with a lot of criticism. Maybe they always had somebody making them feel like they weren't good enough. Maybe they were always told, especially by either authority figures or loved ones, it's like, well, I'm just telling you this for your own good. And the tricky part with that is that it becomes the negative self-impression. It becomes the, you know, that constant self-doubt. And if someone, and we've talked about this before, if someone comes to you and is expressing an emotion that you have a particular experience in, then the connection is going to be that much stronger. If you're generally a positive person and you connect with positive people, the positivity is going to be exponentially more, you know, connected. Just like if you deal with someone who is critical, someone who, you know, tends to be a bit negative, someone who makes you feel like you're not good enough, then if you've had that experience, what it's going to do is that little memory that you have is going to clamp on to what it is that it's feeling and it's going to magnify it. So consider your own stories you know, that you tell yourself, do you get up in the morning and look in the mirror and say, you know what? Doing pretty good. We're okay. Or do you look in the mirror and go, oh God, and find every negative thing that you can point out about yourself and just, you know, really, you know, really be down on you, which frankly, I encourage people that when they get up in the morning, at the very least, you can look and say, well, I got up not so bad. We can do this. And I have a lot of conversations in the mirror because what that does is it helps me to encourage because I'm a person who likes to encourage people. I really am. And if I can look at someone in the face and in the eye and just give that encouragement, why can't I do that for myself? You, you can do it for yourself. You can look at the person in the mirror that vulnerable, sweet, wonderfully, you know, potentialed person who could be amazing if they only believed in themselves. You, you've known people like that and you want, you want to do everything you can to encourage and support them. So when you're able to do that, you can do it for somebody else and you can do it for yourself. So when you reach that place of you know, having to be conscious of, okay, this person's coming in, this person's really negative. How can I be able to separate myself? So the first thing you need to do is remember who you are. When I was growing up, my father had this thing that whenever we left the house, he would always say, remember who you are. 
And when I was young, I used to really resent that because it, it felt like I was being asked to live up to his expectation, you know, that, oh, because, you know, I carried his last name and I was his daughter, I had to, you know, be more and be better. And I just wanted to be me. It wasn't until I was an adult that I really understood what he meant. Because looking back, my father was an empath. He was a very strong empath. And he understood for all of us, and especially for me, knowing that I was empathic even when I didn't. Looking back, there were things that he would tell me about, you know, being myself and, and being separating myself from what other people feel. So in hindsight, he actually started teaching me about empathy long before I even knew that I was one. But with the remember who you are, it was about autonomy. It was about not letting other people create my reality, not letting myself be pulled in a direction I didn't want to go, to be firmly planted in my own power. And, you know, so... I ended up saying it to my sons and my siblings did too. We developed the saying, remember who you are. And I always saw that face that they would give. And it's like, yeah, but when you're grown and have kids, you'll understand. So I say to you, remember who you are. Remember the strong, amazing being that you are. Remember the gift that you are and the gift that you have. Just because you can perceive what somebody else is thinking or doing or, or you know, feeling, doesn't mean it has to have anything, oh goodness, doesn't mean it has to have anything to do with you. It is important. I mean, hell, Luna knows who she is. Luna knows absolutely who she is and what she wants in any given moment and, you know, what she needs. And she also is empowered. Cats are very empowered. Dogs can be empowered too, but being pack animals, they have a tendency to just want to go along. Cats have their own autonomy, which is something very cool about them. And we should learn that. We should have that. It's not about, here the eagle over there. It's not about what somebody else feels about you. It's what you feel about yourself. And that is a hard lesson for empaths to learn. And you can do this. You know, I, if I can do this, you can do this. And it takes you being able to step up and know yourself, know that person in the mirror, start talking to that person in the mirror. And, you know, I mean, since we're all locked up, <laughs> we can take that time to have a quiet sit down and really think about who you are, not who you're not and not what you're not, but what you can be. Get that positive viewpoint about yourself. Because when you know yourself, you know your strengths, you know, you know, your weaknesses. But those weaknesses are temporary until you overcome them. It's not about anybody else to tell you 
what you can and can't do or can and can't be. I mean, you know, maybe you want to become a marathon runner. You give it your best. It doesn't mean that, you know, just because you're not able to do it doesn't mean you can't get close. And it also doesn't mean that it wasn't worth trying. And if you tell somebody a plan or an idea for for something and you're really excited about it and they're talking to you and telling you all the reasons it won't work, if you allow it, that will suck. You will resonate with that self-doubt because we all have self-doubt within us. They will resonate with that self-doubt and the next thing you know, you're not doing anything. You're not trying anything. It is amazing what happens when we just decide the worst I can do is fail. The worst thing that will happen is that maybe I don't achieve what my goal was, but in that process, I am going to achieve something. Do not allow your ability to resonate with others to work against you. If you are passionate about something, be passionate about it. Don't let people stop you. Give it your best try. I mean, you know, go at it with some sense. Plan it out. Do your research. If you've done all those things and you want to try for something, don't let someone else's energy affect yours. Because you have every right to step forward. Remember, being an empath is a part of what you are. It's not all of what you are. You have wonderful and amazing gifts. And maybe you're just now discovering them. And maybe, you know, you're never too old to discover your gifts. You're never too old to be able to take control of this gift of empathy. And I've had a lot of people who say, I'm too old. I'm too set in my ways. No, you're not. You aren't. You can do this because it's not as hard as you think. All you have to do is let go of the idea that you are limited. And you can achieve almost anything. You know, it's amazing what we can do when we have our minds set on it. Also, make sure you're around positive people. Not, like I said, not the people who will just tell you, oh yeah, I love that idea. Because as an empath, you know whether or not they mean it. Get around the people who mean it. Get around the people who say, you know what? That is a heck of an idea. You know, how can I help? Or I can't wait to see how that works out. Because empathy, like every other gift that we have, is about moving us forward. It's about us using our gifts to be able to figure out what we really do want to do and what we really want to be. And you don't have to have one. You can pick a lot of different things. And you just have to be able to believe in yourself. And sometimes it's about believing in yourself when other people don't. Well, almost all other people, because frankly, I believe in you. Yes, I know we haven't met. I don't care. I believe in you. I know you can do this. I know that you can sit down and figure out what you want to do and what you want to be and allow that to be your reality. You don't have to be in a room with someone to empathically resonate with them. You can do it from a picture. You can do it, you know, over video. 
So let your empathy open up. Feel what it is I'm saying to you. And I am saying to you, you're awesome. I'm saying to you that you can do this. I'm saying to you that the worst thing that could happen is that you maybe adapt your your idea at some point and maybe you need to go into a little bit of a different direction, but it doesn't mean for you to give up. And it certainly doesn't mean for you to never try. Make sure that you have people around you that support that. Just like you can take control of your empathy, you can be able to do almost anything else. I believe in you. So believe in yourself. Look in the mirror tomorrow and say, hey, not so bad. So thank you for joining me. And um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can put them in the comments. Those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio can, uh, I invite you to go over to the YouTube page, but you can leave comments there as well. And for those of you who would like to support the channel, if, if you think that, you know, this is kind of a cool thing, please share the videos, uh, subscribe. I'm working on getting my first hundred subscribers and I'm up to 90. So that's exciting. And, um, you know, as I said, you can comment, please like the video. And if you subscribe, don't forget to hit the little bell. Those of you who would like to support me on a higher level, I do have a Patreon account and I also have um, a group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen on Facebook. You can go and interact with me there. And I also post my tweets. I do, you know, daily tweets in the morning, just a good thought to take into your day. So you can go and uh, go to the face or the Twitter link and you can be able to follow me there. So thank you for joining me. And as I've been doing also daily shorter videos, uh, I will see you tomorrow with another video. Until then, and as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and take care.